Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, Night Protection Services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. What did you use for motivation during that? Because, you know, even as somebody who is not dealing with that traumatic struggle, I can tell you that working out is a struggle. <laughs> Eating healthy is a struggle. You know, it's it's that, you know, you have to have that motivation. And especially when you are dealing with trying to change your mental health or, you know, get it back and and be healthy in that sense. And a lot of times that that motivation is lost within trying to just be there for yourself and be present for yourself. So what did you use once you hit that first step and you, you wrote down your affirmation? What was that motivation then to get you to start working out and, and eating healthy? So I actually never wrote things down. I just believed in it at my core that I was going to push through and I refused mm-hmm. to absolutely refuse to turn towards medications and alcoholism and and drugs, you know, just because I was stubborn. You know, I think that's a North Jersey thing. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Very strong willed. That being said, that's why I recommend that people write things down now because I realized the power of that. And maybe if I had done that back then, I would have gotten there quicker because I did mention how it did take me many years to get there. So while I had that innate desire just to not be defeated, even though I was hurting, you know, it probably would have helped to write things down. And that's why I recommend that would be the first step for people to do, because you don't realize the power of writing things down, especially while you are dealing with so much. But when it comes to, I guess, perhaps what you're referring to is is the discipline, if you will, of, you know, making that commitment to yourself to say, clean up what you're eating because you know what you're eating is affecting your mood and your decisions and everything else like that. That's just discipline overall. People are either disciplined or not. So if you're not, you have to question yourself. Do you really want to get ahead and improve your situation? Do you really, or are you just not happy with it, but you're not willing to do the work involved with turning that around? Because it's that simple without, you know, you can say something out loud, or you could even write it down on paper. But if you don't have that commitment to yourself, it's not going to happen. And something magical happens. I mean, you hear stories all the time, you know, people that go, and I'm not saying do this, but when people go say cold turkey, you know, by quitting drugs or alcohol or smoking, for instance, right? They've made that commitment that the the price of not doing so is greater than the price of continuing with what they're doing. So once you have that, everything falls into place and you become unstoppable. Nothing is going to stop you from achieving what it is that you want to do, whether it's, you know, give up certain types of foods or what you're eating or a habit or introducing a new one into your lifestyle. So those are all things that you just have. It's, it comes back to being truthful with yourself. And again, so many people nod their heads and say, yes, that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm going to do. We see that every year around New Year's. People make that commitment and then they don't follow through. So what I would recommend to folks 
especially here, you know, in 2020, in today's day and age, is find a mentor, find somebody who can hold you accountable. It could be a family member, it could be somebody external, someone that does not know you. Perhaps put your money where the mouth your mouth is, if you will, you know, <laughs> no pun intended, but pay somebody to hold you accountable. Because a lot of times if we're not that motivated to do it for ourselves, we want to. But then if you're paying somebody to, you know, hold you accountable, then you may be more likely to stick with the program. But ultimately you have to want it yourself. And you know, it's perfectly okay if you really don't want to change that badly. But don't waste your time telling yourself that you do want to change if you really don't. And that's why I really think it's important for people to have that conversation with themselves and be honest with themselves. You know, what you tell others is is one thing, but you have to be real and truthful with yourself. So that's where the motivation comes in, you know, and what I would recommend for people who are trying to determine what their, you know, what is really important to them and what their priorities are is to start writing down those things, just brainstorm, you know, all the things that are important to you and then number them in order, you know, and then rewrite them and then reflect on it. You know, you don't have to solve all of this and find answers, you know, in one hour, you know, but the process of writing it down and maybe reading it out loud and, you know, realizing, you know what? I thought that X was my priority, but the reality is Z is my priority. X takes a back seat. Well, okay, at least you're being honest with yourself, you know, because why waste your own time? And, and I, I think that's the root of everything. It's You have to have that integrity with yourself. And when you're honest with yourself, you can make clear decisions. You are more productive. You are going to be more disciplined because you're focusing your energy and effort on the number one or, you know, top three things on your priority list. Yeah, a hundred percent. I very much agree with everything that you just said. I think that it's important to know that it's, it's important to know your priorities because that will shape how you move forward in your journey. So what was it like? And what was that moment when you realized I am good with myself. I am good enough with myself to be able to help other people. What was that final, that maybe that last final step that got you to that position and how did it feel? Yes. So when I, while I was still struggling, I turned to veteran nonprofits to offer, you know, my business expertise, if you will, and project management and, and whatnot to help other veterans that, in my opinion, were worse off than me. So that was very fulfilling. I hid my struggles, but it felt really good to help others. So I've always found a lot of benefit by helping others. But that being said, to you know specifically get to what you described where you know I realized I had something powerful that could help many and I was truly at that point where I'm I've turned the corner 100%. It would be let's see we're in June I would say a year and a half ago I had really immersed myself with mentors, a lot of business mentors, professional development. My health was at peak, you know, I, I would say overall at peak levels because I'd really, you know, cleaned up my intake and actually optimized it with the help of superfoods. So things were going really great in that respect, but I had not found that, that point of how I can really you know, find significance by helping others. And 
through the different mentors that I had, and, and I do describe it in the book, one thing led to another, you know, things were said and it spoke to me, <laughs> but basically those things were, you know, you need to share your story with others. So no one ever said, go write a book, <laughs> but I realized because of the depth of my story between, you know, my you know, upbringing as a child of immigrants, first generation America, being a, a minority in number as a, as a veteran of, you know, a, as a woman veteran, if you will, and having come back and literally turn that statistic, that transition statistic around with no help in, in the first many years, you know, other than that sheer will to keep stepping forth. I realized I needed to capture that and share that story. So it was about March or April of 2019 that I decided I'm going to share my story. I'm going to write a book. Uh, so I did. I self-published, came out at the end of 2019 and hit bestseller. And from there, you know, at that point, I was already thinking of the next step because taking action, you know, it was a series of steps. And I decided to really capture the steps that I took in something called the Freedom Triangle. So I introduced that in the book. So the book is a memoir and it does have history in there, but it also has self-help because I realized if I'm going to serve others, I have to share my story, my example. And that's what I was able to do with the book. And so I would say that to answer your question, it was early 2019 that it all became clear to me that, let me see, I was 45 at the time that I had unique value to share with others and an overwhelming desire to make a difference and overwhelming gratitude for the fact that I was able to finally acknowledge how far I had become in or how far I had come in life, given the state of where I was summer 2007. I love it. Definitely. If you have not gotten your book listeners or, you know, the audience members out there, if you have not gotten Magda's book or haven't seen it on the top selling list, you need to go check it out. It is a, an amazing story and, and it's definitely something that everybody should read. So without giving too much away of all your secrets, what is the Freedom Triangle? Sure. So the Freedom Triangle is a framework and it consists of time freedom, health freedom, and mind freedom. So I describe it in the book and, you know, building upon that because I didn't want to focus the whole book on that, but rather show the example of how I arrived there. If people go to thefreedomtriangle.com, I have a free download that they can print and that they can, you know, take the time to reflect upon their answers. It's, it's called the, it's called Three Secrets to Finding Your Freedom Triangle. And I think it's a good starting point for your listeners who are invested in becoming a better version of themselves, who are invested in overturning their past, you know, reconciling it so that they can search their future. And eventually I am working on a digital course that will be available hopefully by the end of the year. And it's, it's just something where if people really want to take action, but they're kind of lost as far as what they need to do next, while I'm not prescriptive, I ask the questions to give them an area that they can focus on and dwell on and realize where they are in the whole framework of life. You know, as an example, I'll, I'll bring up one of one of the points. You know, we have we all of us, right? Our life, we're human nature. You know, we we grow up with certain beliefs, 
and you know based upon the, the family the tribe the organization what we belong to and oftentimes that holds us back from really being happy or fulfilled or living to our potential and some people are happy with that you know you want that tribe's acceptance if you will i just use the the, the word tribe in a general sense and a lot of people struggle with that because i'll tell you the, the path you know i was groomed to you know, get good grades, go to college, work corporate. And that was that. Obviously that wasn't fulfilling enough. And I needed to do my own thing. And when our country was attacked because I love America so much, I joined the military totally out of line and out of step with how I was groomed. And as a result, you know, I was banished from the kingdom. No, I'm kidding. But I was, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was a strenuous time because people couldn't understand why I would do that. I literally had friends who said, you've got college. Why would you join the military? And I thought, what? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> we were just attacked. Like, who's going to go, you know, defend our constitution? So the whole point of it is, so you, you deal with that, you know, or, you know, there will be times where we deal with the people that, you know, we know and love and they know and love us questioning what it is that we're doing and not understanding it. And maybe we don't fully understand it ourselves, but you have to march to the beat of your own drum to really find that higher level, if you will, of fulfillment and significance in life. Because if we tie ourselves, and I think all of us do for the most part, you know, to some degree for a long time until we know we don't have to. <laughs> but if we tie ourselves to prevailing, you know, mindsets and, you know, then we're not original and we're essentially, you know, a sheep within that tribe. And I think it's important, you know, you always hear, oh, a man's got to, you know, become a man on his own. Well, women too, women too, you need to do what's right for you. And, you know, as long as it's good, not evil, then pursue it, you know, by all means. And, you know, too many people worry too much about standing alone and not having support. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you have to outgrow your tribe, your, your, your friends, sometimes family members, because if they're not supporting you, they need to get out of the way of you achieving what it is that you want to do. And the good news is you can always find new people. There are, you know, how many billion of people, billions of people on the planet, you know, people who are aligned and will support you in what you do. But even if you don't, you if you believe in what you're doing, then you are going to be unstoppable. You don't need to have other people's approval. <laughs> you know, it's right. nice if you have that support, but we don't always have that. So I think people have to go through those points in life to grow as an individual because otherwise we're just kind of checking boxes in life as we grow. And then when you're faced with hardship again, you don't know what to do, you know, or you're dependent on an organization. Anyway, so that download will help kind of identify or start to identify where those those anchors are in your life, those dependencies. I, I love it. And I think if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're looking for that first step, please go to the freedomtriangle.com and download that. So what are your goals for the next year? Um, it doesn't have to be only 2020, but like for the next 12 months or so, what are your, your next goals? Sure. So I, I launched a fragrance line called Triangle Fragrance right in May. So very recently it officially launched and it stems from the Freedom Triangle. And the reason I did that is because I realized I needed a product or I needed to get into the product space to really 
connect with different people that wouldn't otherwise be listening to podcasts or doing self-improvement or read my book. And I want to serve as many people as I can that, you know, would be, that are in the position to be guided, if you will, based on my example and the freedom triangle that I offer to the world. So that being said, the triangle, again, three. So we have, when it's all said and done, by the end of the year, there'll be three fragrances for men, three for women. Right now I have one each, confidence and victory, confidence for women and victory for men. And this summer I'll be releasing the next two, one for women, one for men. And so I, so my initial goal right now is to complete that series, that line. It takes time, of course, to, you know, develop products. So also I'm looking to complete that Freedom Triangle digital course so that people worldwide can have access to it and start improving their lives, you know, with the, the guidance I can offer through this digital course that they could take at their own pace. So those are the two targets that I'm uh, working towards with respect to those particular, you know, the freedom triangle and the fragrance. And ultimately, I know enough to know that world is very dynamic and changing. And I know that should uh, an opportunity come up to serve in a way that I had not considered before, if it makes sense, I'm looking forward to do so. Ultimately, it's about serving others and, and being relevant. So I am adaptable if enough to lean into that direction. But I'm excited because the feedback I've received from the book and even from the fragrance lets me know that I'm, I'm going in the right direction. So right now I'm in the, the building stage, if you will, of, of these two projects. So quite tied up with that, but looking forward to continuing to impact lives, even if it's in a small way, because that's ultimately what it's all about is making a difference in our own unique way. Definitely. I think that it's incredible that you're taking on all these tasks. I, you know, I look at, at our lives and I'm like, gosh, we're doing so much. I can't believe, I don't think anybody else is doing this. And then I love to, you know, sit down with people that are doing all of these crazy things. (laughs) Um, It just shows that there's a, a lot of unity between a lot of people. So what is, what is something that your, your new self would say to your, your old self? Right now, looking back, Oh, that's a good question. I, I know what I would say, or I know the, the the nature of what I would say. I don't know if I my old self would have listened. <laughs> uh, uh, I would just support and underscore the old self's core decisions to push forth. But I would probably say, look, it's okay to ask for help. You know, find the best of the best in whatever area it is that you want to improve and ask for help. It's okay to do that because of course, you know, and and this is like for all that's coming out of the military, you know, we're all self-reliant and whatnot, you know, we don't ask for help, you know, and then of course I, I, I would offer my old self, Hey, these are the resources that are out there. And I, and, you know, now that I think about it, I I think I would have told myself, download this freedom, the freedom and figure, <laughs> figure out the answers to these questions, you know, know yourself better. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would, the same advice I'm giving to others, I would give to myself, my old self, because I think what would have happened, I mean, I obviously went on this journey and got to this point, which is beautiful, but I think I maybe would have gotten there sooner and would have found happiness sooner had I had this. But again, being the first one, you know, having gone through this process, 
<laughs> you don't have that benefit. So now, right. and that's another reason to try to help as many others so that they don't waste years, if you will, you know, just existing and not really living and not really being fulfilled and, you know, going to sleep so excited to wake up because you have so much that you want to share with others and help others so that they don't suffer in silence like you did. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that. And I think that it's important because there are people listening here that were your older self or your younger self um, that may need to hear those words for sure. Um, So what is something that you can recommend to our audience to help them through a tough time, maybe something that, you know, you do when you, you start feeling overwhelmed and, you know, you start kind of getting into that slipping back. Cause as we all know, for those of us that deal with mental health, it's a daily thing to say today, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. And it's not just a, a given that that's going to happen. So when you start to feel those feelings come on, what do you do to kind of help you through that? Yeah. And, and that is a struggle. So uh, so I don't know, you know, people have different situations right now. Some people are on pharmaceutical prescription medications, you know. So the first thing would be to have a conversation with, and I say that because the numbers are so high, you know, across America. I would say have a conversation with your doctor and let them know your intent is to get off of them. And if, you, you know, they don't come up with a plan on how to do so, okay, I would perhaps find another doctor that can help you with that. Because there are a lot of like holistic doctors and functional medicine doctors who have the wherewithal to try to, first of all, run panels to determine, you know, what is going on in your body that could be causing you to feel that way. So I would explore that first. That's what I would recommend to to folks. And then those who, and then this would be advice after that. And then for folks who are not on medications, but still struggle with, with all that, you know, definitely check in with a functional medicine doctor anyway, because they will, you know, they have the ability, if you will, to run tests that perhaps traditional, conventional medicine or doctors are not running. I know like for me, vitamin D deficiency was a big part. So I supplemented with vitamin D3, but again, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not here to give medical advice, but what I would recommend is that people look towards, you know, holistic and functional medicine doctors as a starting point. The second thing I would say is, is look towards nutrition because you can use nutrition to heal in a, a variety of, of symptoms and, and whatnot. I mean, it, it, it's being used worldwide in different countries and, you know, different areas of the world. So I would say, look into that. And, you know, I personally have found a lot of results from changing not only my eating, cleaning up my eating, you know, cutting out processed foods and inflammatory foods, but also from putting the right types of antioxidants into my body through nutrition and superfoods. So that helped me a great deal. So I would say it's two parts, you know, eliminate, you know, obviously through through your doctor, if you're working with a doctor, go through your doctor, come up with a plan to eliminate what could be potentially holding you back, you know, between side effects and, and, you know, just direct effects and strive, you know, surround yourself with people that are, that eat clean and exercise and do these things that optimize their life, high performance, health habits, 
And by doing so, you're going to learn from them. You're going to learn about the different resources that are out there. But you know, it's one thing to do the research on your own, but if you surround yourself with people who are doing it, you're more likely to learn those things quicker, you know, and I would underscore everything with saying, do your own research. But again, it goes back to what is your priority? So those are steps that I would look into, certainly by all means, because what we consume, you know, meaning the air we breathe, the water we drink and the food that we eat, as well as everything else in between, does have an impact on how we feel, how we sleep, how we wake up. And, you know, when we're not feeling great, we're not going to make the best decisions. If we're in pain, if our bodies are stressed out, we're not going to be capable of thinking clearly and making the best decisions for ourselves or those that we care for, you know, if you have children and whatnot. So I, th- I think it's important to to do those things. Definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and then what is a book, podcast, ebook, audiobook, or anything that you, other than your own, <laughs> is, is something that you are reading or you would recommend somebody to read? Yeah. I mean, there, there are so many great podcasts out there and books out there, self-development books and professional development books. Uh, I would you know, recommend if you go say to Amazon and just look in those categories, you're going to find different ones and look at the top rated ones. And you can, you know, select one that appeals to you, you know, listen to it on Audible or get the physical book or whatnot. I have some of my own favorites that, you know, personally, just because I'm a bottom line up front kind of, you know, I don't like a lot of fluff (laughs) in what I hear. So I've been a a big fan of, well, there's a few, John Maxwell and, uh, you know, his laws of leadership, Grant Cardone, who wrote the 10X Rule. And also, I love listening to Jocko, who has a podcast, jockopodcast.com. You know, obviously, being military and, you know, he was Navy SEAL, his style resonates. So, but there's so many, there's so many out there. And you just have to find one that, you know, they could all say the same thing, but one person is going to resonate with you. So, what I would recommend is just try a whole different bunch. A lot of free, you know, podcasts and, and, audiobooks or, or whatnot or segments and clips online today. So there's there's no excuse, you know, if people say, oh, I don't have the money for it, you don't need a lot of money to or any money at all really to get started. And uh, you know, the excuses are always money or time. Well, here's the thing, we all have the same 24 hours in our day. Why is it that some people are able to do so much? Uh, it's because they're intentional about their time. And they find ways, you know, maybe you can listen in your, your headphones while you're, you know, walking or exercising or doing whatever it is that you're doing. So there's always a way. If you want a way, if you really want to take care of yourself, you're going to find a way. You're going to make a way to make it happen. Definitely. I, I 100% agree with that. And how can people find you if they want to hear more from you or more about you? If they go to magdakhalifa.com, they could sign up for the newsletter there or Instagram. It's at magda.khalifa.usa. And I have Magda Khalifa official on Facebook. And if they're interested in the fragrance, it's trianglefragrance.com. I I just loaded the video. It's a two minute video up there, which, you know, it's kind of funny. I didn't realize it till afterwards, but the first two thirds of the video is almost applicable to, you know, it mirrors the story um, in my book, American Dream, but in a visual form, of course. 
before we get into the portion about the fragrance. But yeah, so, and if they Google me, they could find, you know, different podcasts and articles and stuff I've done in the past. But yeah, I'd love to connect with anybody and just, you know, see how I can serve them best. I would highly recommend uh, everybody that wants to make a difference in their life, take that self-assessment, start with the, the three secrets to the Freedom Triangle at thefreedomtriangle.com. I love it. And the name of your book, one more time, if people would like to go and purchase it. Mm -hmm. It's American Dream and Dream is an acronym. So if they type in, actually, if they go to americandreamthebook.com, it has the links, the direct links to Amazon and, and whatnot, because there are obviously other books named American Dream. Awesome. I love it. Well, Magda, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and giving you know some actionable advice to our listeners. I know that I appreciate it and I'm sure they will as well. So thank you very much. Heather, it's an honor to be here. Thank you very much. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O thriving ATL, or online at 2thriving.org.